I started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Ah, hey, sexy ladies. Oh, 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 oh. Upper Manhattan style. Welcome to See Girls We Do. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't be on the podcast anymore. I have to leave. Bye. <laughs> my mom said. I. My mom said that I have to go home right now immediately. <laughs> I was like, what if I opened the podcast by doing like, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my city gals," and then you one up to that. You fifty thousand up to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me leading this week, isn't it? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just had that in my head for about three days. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, anyway, uh, I'm Alex, one of your fabulous hosts, a.k.a. Samantha Jones's black ostrich feather sheer black robe and matching black lace lingerie. Hmm... I'm Stephanie, your other lovely host, a.k.a. 40 Minutes of Free Long Distance Calling. (laughs) (laughs) And we are joined today by a wonderful, wonderful guest. Who? (laughs) I mean, I'm here, but who are (laughs) you? dummy. (laughs) Hi, I'm Sarah, a.k.a. the cherry on your Sunday. Oh. Works works double well because this episode comes out Sunday. It does. <gasps> True. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we're coming in hot today because uh, we are joined by our first ever second host. What oh wow! You- am I the first repeat guest? You're our first. Yeah. Wow! I feel so honored. Mm, this is our second day. <laughs> Great episode to come back on. Yeah, this is a really fun one. Yeah, yeah I have a lot of really good notes here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're on season two, episode twelve. Uh, the fuck, buddy. We're not on episode 12, we're episode 14. Why did I say 12? I don't know. <laughs> oh dear, I'm so, I'm already, I already know this is going to be a good episode, but I'm already apologizing. <laughs> you have the I'm title. I'm so excited. Yeah, you have the title right, so. All right, yeah. season two, episode 14, The Fuck Buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some reason, I got it in my head when I was watching this episode, this was like, this was like an instrumental episode to like the public consciousness, like the same way that like the uh, that one Seinfeld episode was the uh, the fucking one about jerking off. Oh, like the, the contest. contest. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I love how I only know that because of it's always sunny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, yeah, no, I was a hundred percent thinking that this episode. I was like, because the way that they have to expose to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I think the fuck buddy, like, as a term kind of caught off because of this episode, the way, mm-hmm. like, skinny jeans caught on as a saying. Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Well, it certainly is a thing now, so no one has to explain it anymore. It's pretty self-explanatory, but... It's a friend you bang. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bang buddy. Oh, <laughs> like a bang bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, we're talking about bang bus. Okay. (laughs) This is like the beach donkey. Like, (laughs) it was like I think it was it was like a porn thing. They would like have sex in a bus. That's it. That sounds right. I mean, that's 
That open and shut, pretty much. That's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should we get into this episode? We need to fucking go. Okay, so yeah. uh, we start with the fucking devil himself, Skipper. Yep. Skipper looks so bad. I okay. A of all, I forgot Skipper's name, and like I was tweeting about him or something, and like I called him Scooter, <laughs> and I think that really just, I think that really just like kind of solidifies the kind of person that Skipper is. Yeah. No. Also, also, sorry in advance. I am going to call him Scooter on accident. I even in my notes I call him Scooter a couple of times. You're valid. <laughs> He's just, I just have no, I just have, and like, as soon as I see his face at the start of this episode, and like, he's just fresh off of a breakup, I'm like, oh no, Samantha's gonna, (laughs) they're gonna, Skipper's gonna get fucked, isn't he? He doesn't, spoiler alert, thank God. Thank God. God. Yeah. If this episode had had been about, like, Harry, like, having a fuck buddy of Skipper, I would have just thrown my fucking computer out the window. (laughs) True. Oh, we wouldn't have done the episode. Marie Kondo style, I would have looked at my computer and said, this does not bring me joy, and then thrown it out the window. <laughs> I, I honestly feel like we would have, Stephanie and I would have spoken to each other in private and been like, hey, we're not doing the episode this week, right? Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah, pretty much. Like, we would yeah. just skip it, pretend it didn't exist. If, if Pretend it was a lost episode? <laughs> but like, oh no, the audio got lost in the middle of recording. Oh no, <laughs> we would do a Peacock style lost episode and just wouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah. Or you could just like, or you could do a Jurgenet Lost episode style and do a Botnik script. True, <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. Oh, sorry guys. Uh, Jordan delete Jordan for some reason had access to all of our files. Jordan Jordan Jurgenet and he deleted them. So we have to, we have a Botnik script. I love to throw our friends <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> yeah, especially ones who listen to the podcast. We love you. we love you, Jordan. I love the idea of someone listening to the show and then they get brought up in conversation. And go, wait, what? <laughs> Josh Veal. <Okay. laughs> we always rig up Josh. I can't help it. I wasn't gonna say Josh's name if you didn't. Yeah, so I we were all thinking it. It's ubiquitous. Um, <laughs> okay, but so Carrie looks good though. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, I got a joke. What? Okay. Um, Carrie Bradshaw's boyfriend, if he was, like, useful, what would, what, if he was, like, actually, I don't know what the definition of ubiquitous is, but the punch, <laughs> the punchline I'm going for here is ubiquitous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I like the punchline. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm Thanks. with you. Uh, but Carrie does look good. This is, she's wearing a cape, but I will point out she does wear a poncho Tw- like twice this twice episode. Twice in this episode, but we've got the return of curly hair Carrie. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Was she not? Has she not been curly hair? She's, She's been, been curly for like four episodes. This is basically. Wow. I don't know if either of you have watched Orphan Black before, but this is basically what happened to Delphine. She has curly hair, and then she becomes like evil Delphine, and her hair is straight. And then at the end of the series, it's curly again, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we know that good Delphine's back." Except for Carrie's always bad. So, I don't think it's really a good analogy. Well, when I go evil, my head does go straight. Mm. Mm. Uh, that's, that's one of the cons of having curly hair is everyone knows your alliances. <laughs> um, she definitely does have two ponchos this episode, and this is one. She also has an umbrella. Well, no, this is, a, this is a cape. She, If we're including this as a poncho, then she has three ponchos. Okay, three ponchos. She also has an umbrella up, but it's not even raining, and she has the umbrella open. <laughs> If I may, I think three is too many. 
<laughs> How many ponchos does a woman need? Let's be real. Less. Yeah. I have, my mother has one poncho, I have one cape, and we are happy. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Carrie, Carrie makes a sad, cu- uh, a face I can only describe as sad cuck face. <laughs> That's Carrie's life. I screen capped it and I shared it, and please corroborate me, it was a very sad cuck face. It was, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it was. Like, Charlotte, or, or, or Carrie, Carrie was not in the process of getting cucked, but like, she was making sad cuck face. Yeah, she she was. Uh, so Skipper's <laughs> talking about how, oh, he's a nice guy, but he keeps getting dumped. Oh. Yep. Uh, even even Carrie says it in her voiceover. Skipper is a nice guy attracted to women who are looking for jerks. Oh. Mm, why do women only want bad boys? Oh. Well. Uh, I'm a nice guy. I've got bad fashion and I only wash my hair a couple of times a month. Oh. I'm balding, but I insist on keeping all my hair. Why don't women like me? <laughs> Deodorant is optional. Oh, all my clothes are earth tones. <laughs> I wear green khakis. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, Alex, what's an unlovable uh, astrological sign? Mm, Gemini. Oh, I'm a Gemini. He is a motherfucking Gemini. Let's get that straight. (laughs) Apologies to any and all Geminis out there. Yeah, true. One of my friends is a Gemini, so I always feel bad slagging them off. Like, my dad is also a Gemini, but I don't feel bad about that. Except Skipper. Skipper is a... Skipper's bad. I'm going to call him a Tauros because I don't... Well, wait, Taurus. I always call them Tauros because of the Pokemon. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Taurus is like the worst sign to me. Yeah, Tavros are the worst, uh, is the worst Zodiac sign. <laughs> I mean... Well, Zodiac? That's also true, but... <laughs> uh, but that's not even what I was thinking about. But that is entirely 100% swell, so... <laughs> <laughs> people, oh. who, people who think Vriska is the worst woman in... Ho- not to be homestuck on me, but like people who think... Vriska is the worst woman in Homestuck, have never looked at any of the men in Homestuck. All of the men in that are, like, barring, like, three men, every man in that series is garbage. Honey, that's life. I know! I'm <laughs> well aware! <laughs> that's a real good point. I mean, it's accurate! Yeah. Wow. <sighs> Thanks, Andrew Hussey. <laughs> no, we're not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> We are not thanking Andrew Hussey. Oh, I'm not letting this become a Homestuck podcast. I'm cutting this off now. <laughs> That's fine. You're valid. Fine. <laughs> uh, but um, we meet uh, Kevin next, right? Yeah, yeah, Kevin. Oh my god, the sexiest name. Yeah, my my notes my notes for this are just like I have been Kevin so many times because he's just like grousing about the movie and everything and like not being able to enjoy it because of some small parts. And I'm like, yeah, I've been Kevin before, and then he starts like de- degrading her, and I'm like, okay, I'm not that bad. No, this is this is evil Chris Cabin, if there ever was one. <laughs> I think I made a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the reference, but that's okay. <laughs> don't worry, it was a really good joke. Thank you. Okay, I believe you. But then they fucking, they go back to his place and Carrie's like, Miranda didn't like being told what to do except for in the bedroom. And then I just wrote down, Kevin voice, I diagnose you with bottom. <laughs> <laughs> She's not, you, I mean, you wouldn't expect her to be a bottom, but that girl's a bottom. Listen, it, it, not everyone is what you expect in the sack. No, I mean, I feel like she's a power bottom. Yeah, maybe. Uh, 
Yeah. She could be. I, she I read, could be. She I read, could I I read more as like a service top if I'm being honest. Like I know she's I know she's a bottom, but like in the in the real world she would be a service top. In the canon. Yeah. Yeah, in the canon of reality. Oh, <laughs> uh, well in the canon of the yeah. show. Yeah. But anyways, Kevin diagnoses her with bottom. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he is like a lawyer and apparently a frequent guest on MSNBC. Uh-huh. Carrie describes him as a, <laughs> an anger professional. Yeah, he is angry professionally. Did he say did you say a regular on MSNBC? Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, a- I just like hearing references to like Emma it's just <laughs> It takes me out of my element a little bit because, like, I forget because, like, I was listening to the Citations Needed episode recently about MSNBC and, like, they talked about the founding of MSNBC and I was just like, man, that was before the year two thousand, huh? Like in my head, in my head, MSNBC is like a thing of the last decade. Hmm. It's weird as well because, like, I don't know. I hate being reminded that politics exists in this universe because <laughs> I'm like, who voted for Bush? One of you fuckers <laughs> did. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you know which- it. Which one was it? Charlotte, probably. You know what? All four of yeah. them. All four of them were in New York City during 9/11, and not a single one of them did anything to stop it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, are you? Do you think they're like Mark Wahlberg, and they'll be like, "Oh, I could have stopped it if I was on that plane." <laughs> probably. Oh my god, Mark Wahlberg's such a fucking piece of shit. Um, when's the when's the when's the Mark Wahlberg uh, movie about nine eleven coming out? It needs to complete the trilogy after Patriots Day and uh, Deepwater Horizon. A fucking scumbag. Deepwater Horizon. By the way, fun fact about me: one of the like one of like five movies that has made me cry. Oh, that's a fun fact. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I think I was just like I was in a really emotionally bad spot and like chil- there's there's a whole plot in that movie about like Mark Wahlberg's kid and like children in duress always really get me and there's a scene at the end when they reunite and I'm like I couldn't hold it back. I can't believe that you have like a list of films that made you cry and there's only five. I uh, Alex, I, I, I have a I have a pl- I have a Spotify playlist of songs that have e- that that either consistently make me cry or have once made me cry. And that list is sixteen songs long. I you you're like very in touch with your emotions in a very like filed way. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's the autism if I'm being honest. I mean, that would make sense. You're like very emotional, but you do have lists of things which have made you emotional, which I find fascinating. It's very interesting. Yeah, like I mean like I like there's always like I, I have a list of television shows that have made me cry too. Like I don't have an archive, but like if you give me a minute to think about it, I can probably list it off. Like Cowboy Bebop made me cry. Uh, Avatar made me cry like twelve times. Mm. Um, Valid. I don't know anything else. I think Veronica Mars did at one point. I digress. I I cry a lot. I cry a lot more now that I have the right hormones in me. <laughs> Do you know what? That's extremely valid. And when you said Avatar for a second, I forgot you were talking about TV show. I thought you were talking about the movie. Oh, could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? I was like, we're not friends wept, anymore. If I had wept at Jake Sully. <laughs> the thing is, look, Avatar lasts for like 12 years. <laughs> oh, all right. Here, com- here comes the fucking Avatar defense force. <laughs> but like, okay, guys, let's be real. So like, show. You can cry at the TV show. You can't cry at the movie. <laughs> no, of course. Either of movie. course. The, mo- the, the TV show, lots to cry about. But like, the thing is, if you don't cry the entire length of the Avatar movie, that's just like, you're a human robot because that movie is like 12 years long. And if you didn't cry for 12 years, you were like a machine. So I remember, I mean, we're going to digress a lot. I'm just going to cut most of this anyway. But <laughs> I remember 
bawling at Spider-Man 3. Interesting. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> when the funeral... Um, <laughs> Spoilers. What's his face? <laughs> Eddie Brock? Fucking... No, not Topher Eddie. Grace? Wait, no. James Franco. James Franco's funeral. I remember crying like a little baby. Um, I was probably only about like 10. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, problematic fave. Alex crying about James Franco's death. <laughs> <laughs> now I wouldn't. Now I would, like, have a little party. Yeah. But I, I remember crying in the, in the cinema to that. Uh, it was really a moment for me. I've cried during Game of Thrones, but it was because it, it was when Grey Wind died. I remember crying. It wasn't like when the rest of the family died. It was just like, oh no, Grey Wind is dead. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was searching in my brain to like try and remember the, 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 the most, the weirdest thing that I have cried at. And like, the thing is that like my brain came around to the start of this conversation, which is that I cried at Deepwater Horizon. <laughs> yeah. And we're back to square one. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look at my, I'm going to look at my playlist called, called songs that make me cry real quick on Spotify. Make sure that there's nothing particularly out of the ordinary on there. There's not like fucking, I don't know, Toxic by Britney Spears. No, like it's the stuff you would imagine. Like, you know, What's My Age Again by Blake 182, <laughs> Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Did you turn 23 and just go, nobody likes me? <laughs> Listen, no, I made that, that, that was put on this list in 2015, which is when I was, I was two years old at that time, so I was very depressed. You, oh, you were like, shit, in three years, nobody's gonna like me, I need to use my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is, an, there is an Imagine Dragons song on here. Christ. Do you know what? You have parted the kimono to the point that there is no kimono. I mean, like, it's, 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 it's what I think is Imagine Dragons' best song, which is It's Time, and they have not made a good, I don't think they've made a good song since then. I wouldn't know. But, <laughs> what the hell? Like, I, <laughs> but oh. no, there's no, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> Imagine Dragons and, oh, They Might Be Giant song is also on that list. Oh. Okay. Okay. We should move on. <laughs> Uh, I guess we can get back to, we move on to Charlotte. No, wait, do we move on to Charlotte next? No, we, they have a picnic. They're going for a picnic in the park. Yeah, they have a picnic and finally someone says the word that you, that you two have been waiting to hear for your entire life, which is big is an aberration. You know what? Trey. They're right and they should say it. Yeah. Um, Carrie is in a fucking fit. She's got her first poncho. The first one is technically a cape. Yeah. Um, She's in a poncho and a drindle, which for those who don't know, is that like little German Oktoberfest girl dress? Yes. Oh yeah, she removed the poncho to reveal the, reveal the outfit and I took a picture of it and put it in my notes just to remember how fucking good it was. And her hair is in pigtails too. It's very cute. It's good. I remember I was in a pub once with a, a friend of a friend and she was very strange. She's an actress, so, you know, dresses peculiarly and she was wearing a drindle hmm. i've never worn one before because i would never like buy one but yeah i could never i there's no way i could ever find one in my size i mean i don't i i really it's a one it's an outfit you don't really get to you wear it once and then everyone's seen you in it mm -hmm. so i don't feel like it's worth the investment true and she's wearing it to fucking central park so everyone's seen her in it so yeah mm -hmm. this isn't an outfit you can wear more than once like because everyone's seen you in it. Everyone knows you have it now. Mm -hmm. So you need to throw it away. Question. Um, is this my brain just like Mandela affecting me? Or did she, inf or was she actually, did she have the pigtails too? She had pigtails. Like the, the oh, yeah. Braids? Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh-huh. This is, oh, I have a good note here. 
which says Miranda is dressed like a 2014 sad boy rapper. Because <laughs> she's wearing like a like a anorak, like waterproof jacket with a hood up and then like a bucket hat over the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Post Malone be like. <laughs> God. Post Malone wishes. She fa- yeah, she's a face tattoo and like an addiction to Xanax. Like. I, feel, I feel a little bit mean about, I feel a little bit bad about being so mean to Post Malone because like I do like Sunflower from Spider-Verse and I do like, I, I can't lie that I do like better now. It's, it's, it's a bob. It's just his music is like fucking boring and like just depressing but not in a good way i get that yeah and i don't know he doesn't really seem like a very interesting person i can't Spider-Verse imagine was good though yeah i can't imagine being in a room with post malone and you know coming out of it feeling happy <laughs> fair yeah. um yeah we're talking about patterns mm-hmm. um you know how we all fall into these dating patterns Except for Samantha. She she doesn't have one. And then Carrie said something that made me so furious. She's, Carrie says, in math, randomness is considered a pattern. And it's literally not. And I want to kill her with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> randomness is the... Random, is, there, is randomness not the sheer absence of a pattern? Yes, I literally Googled, like, what is the definition of randomness? And it was, like, the absence of a pattern. Like, yeah. Well, there so. you go. So she's talking shit as usual mm-hmm. yeah she's just throwing shit around she's throwing around these facts that she doesn't even know are true just to say carrie bradshaw doesn't even know what random means <laughs> and you want her to be your sex in the city columnist vote for bobby newport <laughs> for, for sex in the city columnist uh, oh my god, <laughs> god. Yeah. oh that voice hurts my throat i can't do that anymore don't do it <laughs> God. Come up, come up to the pitch, talk out of your head like we do. Yay, I'm up here. <laughs> I've been, do- okay, I've been doing voice therapy lately, which is why I probably sound different from the last time I was on, but like, it is so hard to maintain this pitch without becoming too breathy or without going into falsetto, and I am, li- it's, it's great that my, I am able to get my voice up here, but fuck me, I have to do so much air support, I have to do so much more work to sound this good, and I have such a limited range now, I can't go down to the, I don't want, like, this is, this is about as low as I can go while maintaining this voice, and like, that's not very funny. Like, if I want to go low for comedic effect. I want to be able to do the, the Craig voice. The, the Craig recording voice that's like, boo-doo-boo, now recording. Ooh. Holy shit. <laughs> that was pretty craggy. That was very, that was eerie. Yeah, that Thank freaked me out you. a bit. Thank you. Oh Thank God. you for listening to my rant. Oh, boy. So much air support. So much ab... There, I have to do so much ab work to keep my voice up here. You, you sound good. Like, I do a lot mm-hmm. of voice stuff um, in for acting. And, like, oh, my God, my fucking core. I've got a tummy, but my core is shredded. And Yeah, yeah. And, like, <sighs> oh, every time... I mean, I have a habit, especially now, because I haven't been there in a while. I'm talking, like out of my head a lot um and every time my voice starts i'm like you can go much lower than that i'm like i know but it hurts (laughs) i'm lazy you gotta stretch i just can't go low like i can't like i singing low songs steph steph give me steph give me your lowest I'm, gonna, I'm curious. I don't even... Okay, I can try it. Like, this is, like, the lowest I can go possible, maybe. I don't know. But it's really hard to do. <laughs> I love it. 
Every time you have to do an impression of Big, can you please do that for now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Next time Thank he's you. back, I'll, I'll... God, what if, what if he was just gone for the rest of the show, though? It would be a bad show. Yeah, this is our I mean... series finale. <laughs> no Big. No Big, no problem. City Girls have made do. Mm, they have. R.I.P. City, 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 girls, city Girls made do. That's what you, It's like how we've been trying to figure out a name to give uh, Henry Kissinger once he fucking kicks the bucket. Yeah. Like, when, <laughs> yeah. When when you guys are, when you guys finish the podcast, you just go back and retroactively rename every episode to City Girls Made Do. City do Girls Done Did. Ooh, true. <laughs> we did that. Back uh, on it. So okay. back on it. <laughs> back we, is again. this where the ta- is this where the talking heads come in? No, I need. Well, I need to. One second. I do need to say that Samantha basically tells Charlotte she needs to juggle her dates because she pins. And puts all our hopes on one man, and then she gets disappointed. So she might as well multitask. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, date women. True. True. Like, like I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Charlotte's definitely a lesbian. I'm just saying, like, if men are disappointing you this much, like, I truly maybe think, try women. I think we've decided that Charlotte is like the most, uh, she, you know, she is probably the gayest. Oh yeah, the, but she has repressed it so lesbian. much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, are you kidding? That is a girl who is wrought with Catholic guilt. Uh-huh. It's just it's written all over her face. This woman is a lesbian. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> and that's her big pattern. Carrie says that she doesn't have a pattern. Like big wasn't a pattern because you know, like the next time she meets an emotionally unavailable forty-three-year-old, she's just gonna know what to expect. Uh. And Miranda just fucking calls her out, like, will you or will you make the same mistakes again? Like, <laughs> which I love. It's harsh. Because <laughs> she does make the same fucking mistakes again. She does. she does it, like, at least two more times, so. Yes. So, good for you, Carrie. Um, well, but then we get Carrie's question and then we get the talking heads. Um, yeah. Um, the question you, is you super- You got that question? Yeah, oh, I got the question. Oh, yeah. It's boring this week. <laughs> it's, are we doomed to repeat the same relationship patterns? And, well, that, okay. Then the question is, are we dating the same person over and over again? Which- well, I think everyone has a type, so kind of. Kind of, yes, but no. I don't know. Like, I- No. Yeah, you <sighs> date- You've gone from someone entirely different to your ex, which is a yeah, good well, thing. Well, I think- entirely different personality wise because that's like the big big thing but i think that's like personality seems to be the pattern that people are repeating here and that's the pattern i don't have like similar kind of interests maybe but very different personality so mm. yeah mm-hmm. one of them isn't scum so yeah exactly so <laughs> shout out to my boyfriend for not being scum <laughs> five <laughs> and also for supporting our podcast on his network <laughs> Yeah, yeah, thank, he's he's thank, a good boy. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we stand one man. <laughs> we stand two, Looker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Looker. How's how's Looker doing? By oh, the way, oh he's just sitting right in front of me on top of my speakers. Every time I t- <gasps> every time I talk to Matt, I'll be like, "How's the cutest boy in the world doing?" And he's like, "I don't know. Why don't you ask him?" Because he means Looker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I mean. Matt's not wrong. I said, okay, how's the cutest human boy in the world doing? <laughs> yeah, we we stand a humble queen. We do, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we get the talking heads, and there's one really good there that's, that really just kind of talks about, like, it, it's like it's me as a 14-year-old. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's you now. I, I mean... <laughs> 
ouch, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I don't remember the talking heads, what they said, because I didn't write anything down. Well, the, so. the, the, the one that I was talking about was the one that said, I only date girls with Sony Playstations or breasts. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Oh, that's good. He, yeah, I mean, listen, who doesn't like a gamer girl? I love a gamer girl. Mm-hmm. We three gamer girls. Yeah, like, all of my, all all of my part. Like, I could not imagine dating someone who is not like playing video games constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, I all three of my partners play video games to a decent amount in their day to day. I mean, I play them the most out of everyone, but like, all three of them are like fairly frequent gamers. You know, I gotta say, I love a girl who plays hoop with stick. And uh, <laughs> but to be fair. I feel like I am the same way, but at the same time, Matt and I just talk about playing video games a lot, (laughs) and we don't actually do it, and then I just get tattoos of video games. I don't play them. (laughs) I do play them, but (laughs) not as much as I talk about. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I've never played a game with um, a significant other. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't really, I'm, I I have... I've played like forty hours of Smash with Andrea. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I'm a I'm a solo gamer. I don't. I like my experiences by myself, bitch. Well, to be fair, there's not like a lot of good like multiplayer experiences. No, like, I'm like if I play a fighting game, I'll get mad. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone knows I'm a Zelda of Zelda bench. So, like, I'm largely a single person gamer. So yeah, that's the thing. I'm very competitive. If someone plays a like a fighting or a racing game with me, I'm just gonna get mad. So mm. it's not gonna be good. True. Uh, <laughs> but I do love this kid and his little fuck. He's got. I swear he's got like a hoodie with like flames on it. It's very 2019. Yep, he's got. I think he's got frosted tips too. Oh, oh my god, he's so cool. I would love this kid. Like, <laughs> like as a 12 year old girl. Oh my god. The hood. Listen, this was me though. Like the hoodie with flames and the frosted tips. Like I had, like f- I had like gel that was like color that I would put in my hair that would give the impression of frosted tips. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> love you too. <laughs> so yeah, we go to Samantha. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. I just yeah. have to back up a second because my um. My notes say Carrie wants to know if everyone just dates the same men. Charlotte is an incel. <laughs> Does anyone know what I could be on about with that? Uh, I don't know. Because Charlotte canonically does fuck. She does fuck. If anyone is incel, Jason, it would be Skipper, even though he does fuck. But, like, personality-wise, The thing is, incel. there's... Yeah, I was going to say, there's incels who have fucked, but that doesn't mean they're not incels. Just because, like, you're not fucking continuously. He has incel passing privilege. He does. does. He's the opposite (laughs) of Chad passing. Like, if you saw him, you would say, this man has never fucked. Because he seems like the type of person to be like, yeah, I'm sorry your kid is dying of cancer, but, like, I haven't had my dick sucked in 12 months, so. (laughs) Is there anyone on the show who's Valsel? Um... Well, there was a celibate guy, Samantha Dayard. Oh, true. Uh, yeah. Also, that, that that guy who uh, the guy who doesn't really want to fuck after he started on uh, SSRIs with the with Charlotte. Yeah, I don't remember. that was true. That was the last episode I was. We've on. had a couple. We've had a couple of Volcels. Hmm. I feel like Aiden. Aiden could be Volcel. Hmm. Like Aiden seems like the type of guy who's just like, I don't want to fuck. Like I'm just you know chill. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna make like, chairs. That's cool. 
Yeah. I'm going to make chairs. That's my dream boyfriend. Someone who, like, just wants to, like, carpentry. Mm. Um. <laughs> and doesn't want a bone. Hmm. Doesn't want a bone. Just is, like, into carpentry. Or, like, will bone, but, like, he's not super obsessed with it. Mm. You know. He's got just it. Just chill about it. I got you. He's more into his carpentry. I'm fine with that. Mm. Carpentry's, carpentry's sexy. He's more into hammering his nails than hammering his girlfriend. I mean, I want to get hammered, just not all the time. <laughs> Name me a nice chaise lounge. That's better than sex. Go on, craft me a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should build my girlfriend a boat. Like, can we talk about Samantha cranking it? Yes. Oh, yeah. So so Samantha is uh, a peeping Tomette. She is, as they say, cranking her hugget. (laughs) She's drilling off. Uh Uh-huh. She's schlicking. And it's because her neighbors are having sex right next to her bedroom door and she can hear it through the wall. And so she's just like... She's giving herself the Lord's hand kiss. She's... True. She... This is gonna be so fucking... I can't wait. Please tell us. <laughs> Naruto character who had like a mouth on their hands. No, I've never seen Naruto. <laughs> no, I'm <me> neither. <laughs> but I know where you're going with this. Yes. Either that or like or or like uh Samantha blew herself a kiss on her hand, but she blew herself the Lord's kiss and then went to work. Nice. I also really like Carrie's line because Carrie's voiceover is like Samantha figured if you couldn't join him, beat it. <laughs> that's good that's a good i mean it's a good line yeah it's a good line yeah. i'll give carrie that so mm-hmm. mm. yeah speaking of boat she found the little man in the boat oh i didn't get that at first she did do that yes okay that one was <laughs> very good that's that's very adorable i love that um but you haven't had the little man in the boat why does it have to be a man in a boat i don't know is that a, is that a euphemism for clit yeah yeah. I don't okay because it, it looks I like mean, a bug. I, I, I have I like, to to be fair. I don't have the cyber pussy yet, so like no. I don't really. I believe you have seen one. Yeah, but it's been like <laughs> I, it's been a while. <laughs> I never asked you, I, but I feel like you know where it clears because. Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Please, like it's you... been a it's been a minute, but like I just like I am not so like I have not I have not so like seen or like been around vaginas and vulvas so much as to interpret it as a boat or to interpret the clit as a little man in a boat like you two are living you two are living with pussies on the day-to-day like i i see one i like back in college i would see one maybe once every uh two weeks give or take because i i because i because i did have a we don't see them no, but you like how you exist with them. <laughs> True. <laughs> to be fair, I in, I encountered a, a pussy like every two weeks because in college I did have a fuck buddy. I did actually have a fuck buddy because like we had tried dating this. Should I? Sh- yeah, okay, I'm gonna share this. Yeah, share it when we get to <laughs> fuck buddy town. But okay, yeah, that, I'll back I'll back off for now. But I have some good fuck buddy stories. <laughs> good, good. Because <laughs> I don't, so it's good that you do. <laughs> Uh, well, we're pretty much there because this is yeah. the point in the episode where Carrie calls up her her fuck buddy. 
His name's John, but I just wrote him down as Dennis Duffy. I, um, yeah, I wrote the vulture slash Dennis, so. <laughs> I uh, couldn't to see. Me, to yeah. me, he was uh, the the character actor of Mayhem from the Allstate commercials that are aired stateside. Oh, oh I've my seen gosh, those. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing those commercials and being I like, it's Dennis Duffy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know him better from 30 Rock than I do from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just because of the longevity of the 30 Rock, but uh yeah, he sure is in this episode. So, is he is he the one who winds up being related to Liz? I don't think they end up being related. Because uh, there's some there's someone that Liz that in my head he's the guy who Liz dates for an episode or two, and then like she like finds out that his like great grandmother is like also her like aunt's brother's grandfather uh, or some no, shit. No, no, Dennis was like a guy she dated. Didn't. She dated him on no. It was on uh, Pager salesman, right? I can't. Something like that. Yeah, she dated him pretty regularly throughout like the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like on and off, not like regular regularly, but yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. So this is uh John uh, John fuck buddy as I have called him. <laughs> uh. And he walks in and Carrie's like, "Hey, should I open a bottle? I was just about to open a bottle already." He's like, "Oh yeah, red, beautiful." <laughs> and then he starts like kissing her neck and they get to fucking yeah. rather quick like, at least, like i get it but also like let me open the wine at least give me like, a semblance on. of normalcy you know before you just start plowing me yeah but like this is all they do i guess like it's literally just i don't know when i think of like when people normally have fuck buddies like it's like i also think the buddy part is also somewhat part of it because like yes i mm, yeah <laughs> My time to shine. Yeah. Get into it, girl. (laughs) So there was this person who I am going to refer to simply as John. I am not going to say whether or not that is their actual name. It's not. I'm actually going to say that. But I'm (laughs) going to call them John because of John Fuckbuddy from this show. So John and I met on OkCupid and we dated for like two weeks and we're like this is not dating. We don't want to date each other, but, like, let's still hang out. And then I kind of, like, gradually transitioned into, like, a fuck buddy thing. And, but also, like, sometimes we would just get together and, like, get shit-faced and, like, I, I smoke cigarettes and just, like, play some video games or watch something. And, like, the buddy part of the fuck buddy is very important. Like, don't get me wrong. The fuck modifier is definitely really important <laughs> to that. Like, you cannot... <laughs> but, like, the buddy part is also, like... Yeah, like, if you're just spending time with this person solely to fuck them, like, I don't think that's a fuck buddy. That's just, like, a fuck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a booty call, more specifically. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, booty call. I really like the fuck modifier. That's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, this is my favorite story from when I was back in college, but, um, so... John was a very large person. They pro- and this is this is relevant to the story. I promise. I'm not just bringing up their weight to disparage them or anything. Um, they were a very large person. They were like 350 ish pounds, and we used to drink a lot of uh, vodka cranberries because that was all I could really get my hands on because I was too young to actually buy liquor. And so the best I could do is just, like give someone twenty dollars and be like, "Get me two bottles of the worst vodka you can find. I will make do." Um, well, that's what but- city goes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, um, and that's just pretty much all we drank. And I'm a little, despite my size and my weight, I'm actually a little bit of a lightweight. Uh, John, however, could fucking take it on the chin like a champion when it came to alcohol. However, one night they were mixing both of our drinks and I was pounding them as though I had been mixing them. 
But John had put a, like had put a them amount of alcohol in my drink, so I was just like throwing them back. And this is like the one of the three times I've ever been hungover because I I, I wasn't it wasn't uh what what happened I okay so I yarded yeah first of, all. of course <laughs> um I yarded and then I fell asleep and uh-huh. then at some point in the night I woke up. Walked downstairs, because uh, I was living in, like, an apartment, which, thank God, no one was home at the time, but I walked downstairs wearing nothing but a pair of socks and plopped my ass down on the couch in front of the television. <laughs> <laughs> they had to, like, retrieve me and drag me back upstairs oh my to my, oh my room. God. <laughs> oh, I was a mess in college. Uh-huh. Uh, I said that like I got shit sorted now. Well, I mean, at least you don't wander around naked. No. no. Well, when you live alone so, or when no one else is in the house, I mean, you gotta. I don't so. like it. Yeah, I even when people aren't around, like, nah. My bits, my boobs jiggle, they get in the way. I mm. feel like I'm making everything gross. Like, I'm not into it. I at least throw, like, a, a robe or a, mm. you know, a nightie on or something. That's true. I mean, I don't want to, yeah. like, sit on the couch bare ass. Well, okay, we get to this in, like, three seasons of the show. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I don't I don't want to sit on the couch, like, bare ass. But, like, you know, like, when you're done Oh, no, showering. then you get, like, lint in your ass crack oh. and shit. Well, I don't, I have a leather couch, but still. Then it's like you leave an ass oh. print on the couch. And it's sticky when you stand up. And if you do have a puss, then it's, like... You know, fluids. Oh, great. Yeah, you've got like, a snail trail on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> little Miss Snail Trail. Mm, nope. Am I usually the first person to say snail trail on this podcast? No, I, I swear I've said it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Alex has said it. But I love to just like lie. I'd love to just get out of the shower and just be able to lie on my bed as long as I want. I'm really bad, though, at leaving my blinds wide open and just being naked and being like, oh, shit. I'm the person that people can like see through their windows, I guess. But I'm too lazy to close my blinds, so. I mean, like, I will just, like, fucking lounge around in my bedroom naked. Like, that's a completely different thing from, like, walking around the house naked like oh. I did in, the, in my story. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in my bedroom, I'm just, you know, I, I'm Aphrodite. I'm naked. I'm nude all the time. <laughs> just, like, dick out and, like, games done quick on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm forcibly ejected from the speedrunning venue. <laughs> Uh, oh, God. Well, okay, so Carrie and Dennis Duffy, Carrie and John, right, John, Carrie and John bone, and uh, then they basically, like, have a little bit of small talk, and, like, basically he leaves. I, I, I like, this is, this is the funniest part of the episode to me, just, like, the part of them not knowing anything about each other, except for, like, it's, it's the adventure time, I have a vague approximation of many things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't know shit about each other, because, like, they're asking each other questions, like, oh, is your brother doing okay? Like, oh, my sister. Like... <laughs> yeah it's so awkward and then carrie is deluded and she's like oh my god like it's fine talking to him why did i ask what a day so she does just that yeah because she's like oh he's simple <laughs> he walks away and he says uh, you put a cherry on my sunday and it's <laughs> i i felt like yachting yeah and because she talks about how nice and uncomplicated it is so she's like why don't i just want that on the regular and like but also she says that she has she has a relationship pattern but it's not in relationships it's between relationships that she has a pattern because she always hooks up with this guy and so yeah i'm sure this is gonna go great but uh, i mean someone who you barely even know who you just like 
plow you for 10 minutes and then I mean, go, okay, you, bye. You know that he's a good lay, so, like, I mean, that's that's one point. Yeah, yeah, Alex, give him some credit. It, he lasts 15. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess he's, like, a B. <laughs> he's a straight guy B. If, but, again, if you're looking for sex, date a woman. That I'd... They should all date a woman except Samantha because we see how that works out. Yeah, true. And yeah, it's not great. Uh, but okay, well, then we get to our infamous scene of explaining what the fuck buddy is because Charlotte doesn't yeah. know. Yeah, we're at yoga and they're all wearing like uh, color coded outfits, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're Spice Girls or something. I thought that it reminded me of like Avatar or something. Actually, I'm not going to lie, it reminded me of Homestuck. <laughs> To me, it reminded me of Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh, mine was Totally Spies. Uh. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Well, the thing about Totally Spies is that the girls just kind of wore a lot of different outfits. They never wore, like, outf- like Clover wasn't always wearing red shit, and uh, Sam wasn't always wearing green shit, and Alex wasn't always wearing yellow shit. But, like, if you look at the Power Rangers, like, fucking the Red Ranger. Yeah, they always are. Yeah, they're all, and the yeah. Red Rangers wearing red 24-7. <laughs> I, yeah. I just like Totally Spies. I never watched Power Rangers. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Totally Spies, too. <laughs> it was the best. I always... I loved Alex, obviously. It was so horny. I mean, I didn't see that, but now I see it. I've been listening... I, I don't know if you listened to uh, a friend of the podcast, uh, Molly and Ashley's and Luke's podcast of Totally Reprise, where they go back uh, episode by episode and watch Totally Spies. Um, it's a veritable nightmare hellscape of fetishes. <laughs> Oh, no, I need it's to, just though. It's just rife with shit that people were cranking it to. Like, so, Alex, Alex, I need you to, Alex, I need you to think back and just give it, can you just, like, give me, like, a rough estimate of how many episodes relied on one of the three main characters getting mind-controlled or hypnotized? Oh, like, every other episode. Right? <laughs> huh. That showrunner was just, and the same was true of the next show of Martin Mystery, because that show is horny as Fuck. Do you know, sometimes I wonder when someone has like a kind of obscure fetish, like inflation or something, I'm like, where did that come from? And then you watch Space Jam and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where did, yeah. why would you ever think for inflation? That Where would that like, you know, spark in your I'm mind? I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what the scene was or even what the movie was from because, or what movie it was from, because if I do, I feel like I'm caught, I'm part of the Komodo way too far. But I recently, I, about a year or two ago, and I will share this with either of you if you're at all, if you're remotely curious, but um, about a year or two ago, I discovered an, a, an anime, a clip from an animated movie that I had, I know that I had watched a lot as a kid, but I had no recollection of it. And I watched the video and I was like, oh, so that's why I am like I am. <laughs> Like, that, it's a three-minute video, and it explains everything about me. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I feel, I feel like we could all do that somehow. I'm sure there's something Miss Piggy did, and I'm like, oh, that's why I'm a fucking insane person. Cool. I know a lot of people who have, I mean, I'm a furry, so of course I do, but, like, I know a lot of people who are into inflation, or not inflation, Jesus, um, <laughs> hypnosis, um, and every single one of them... Okay, eighty percent of them are just because of the Ka eyes from Jungle Book. <laughs> wow, that's I would never have thought of that before. Oh yeah, it's the inception point of so many furries being into being into hypnosis. Huh. 
It makes sense. Yeah. I never It really does when you think about it. There's like a there's like a there's like a there's like a there's always like a common flashpoint for these things. And it's not it's not true of everyone who has the fetish, obviously, but like like I mean, if you look at it in a grander scheme of things, like there's a there's always there's very like a, there's always like a huge furry gateway. Like every eight to ten years, there's a new huge furry gateway. There was you know Minerva Mink, Gadget Hack Wrench, um, uh, Crystal from Star Fox, Chitara from fucking uh, uh, Thundercats. I couldn't remember the name of Thundercats. Mm-hmm. And recently, I've re- I've found that like apparently the new gateway is Nicole Watterson from Gumball. Oh, oh, the little fucking cat. Okay. The, the mom cat, specifically, yeah. Huh. That's, oh, so in like, oh my god, in like 10 years, we're going to be seeing gumball porn. <laughs> oh, you don't have to wait 10 years, Alex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen. I think the reason, like, the furry thing kind of missed me is I just never really cared about, like, animal stuff as a kid. Like, even, like, Disney movies, I just wasn't interested, so it just skipped me. I mean, shit, even, like, Digimon and Pokemon, like, fucking Lucario or Renamon is, like, the, those are those are definitely huge gateways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just implants in your brain, and then you're like, oh, I like this, and I like boobies, so what if I can buy them? And do you know what? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now that I've just basically put my full dick on display for the well... entire listening audience of this podcast. <laughs> you know, you know I'm going to cut. Like most of that. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this the, the final episode and it's gonna be like um it's gonna be like five minutes long. <laughs> well, I'm listen, I'm your friend and I feel like, you know, I can gauge how much of your dick you want on show and I feel like you just want the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, during the editing process of this, feel free to ask me if I want shit cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like if you're ever unsure about something. Alright, I'll ask. Are like, how much of your dick do you want out? Uh, just a little, just a little hint. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm, just poking. You. <laughs> a silhouette. A little silhouette. It's like a consenting bris. You ask how much I want cut. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, I'm your foreskin doctor. I'm like, hey, how much do you want off? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just a trim. Hi, I'm Dr. Foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to your foreskin doctor? And he's like, what can I do for you? He's like, just fuck me up, fam. <laughs> It's actually pronounced Dr. Foreskin. Um. <laughs> Dr. Spagemin is my husband. <laughs> Dr. Fer- Dr. Foreskin stole my baby and won't give him back until I say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? We, um, we were at yoga. Explaining. We're at yoga. We're explaining what a fuck buddy is. Samantha says it's dialectic. Yeah, I mean, essentially. Because Charlotte's like, what is a fuck buddy? Like, right at yoga, in front of everybody. Uh, <laughs> and then Charlotte's, like, amazed because they all seem to have one. Miranda's like, well, mine moved to Chicago. Uh, and now they have phone sex, which sounds so inconvenient. Like, oh my god. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like, like in this day and age, like, I'll get a little blue here. <laughs> I... <laughs> I have two partners who live, uh, one lives in, I live in New York, one of them lives in Boston, the other one lives in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So there are some workarounds that need to be reached. Like, oh. I can barely, I, like, like, video stuff is, like, sometimes hard to do. I cannot imagine cranking it over the phone. Yeah. No. Yeah, oh, um, ugh, no, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, yeah, I never really saw the point of it, just, like... Oh, I'm gonna. I don't really like sexting either, because like, oh, when I see you, I'm gonna do all this stuff, and then you see them and they don't. 
Yeah, I also just kind of feel like sexting feels so awkward, and mm. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll see you in, like, three weeks, and it's like, if you want to send, like, a nude or something on Snapchat, that's, like, an easy way to do something without being, like, let's schedule, a, like, a phone book. Yeah, do know. you want to, I feel like any sort of scheduled sex, I kind of, just is a massive turnoff for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I did mm-hmm. it once. I'm gonna have to, I, I've I've scheduled sex before. It rules. <laughs> I don't know. For me, like, I've done it before and it's just awkward and it's like, I don't know. It's not, it's not pour moi, but if it's pour tu, then that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I think that the issue largely can also be, like, if you're two people who are both on, like, mood stabilizers, that can make scheduling things very difficult to do. You just gotta, it just gotta be when it happens. Yeah. 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 As someone who's both on a mood stabilizer and also estrogen... Yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they have phone sex, and uh, that's their thing. And what happens after that? Is that pretty much the end of the yoga scene? Oh, no. Well, then uh, Charlotte asks the guy out from yoga. There's some guy there, and he's gross, and Charlotte asks well, him out. Yeah, I mean, not to, like, I don't know, not to shame people's attractiveness. This dude is not cute. Well, the thing is, he's also just really sweaty, and so I'm kind of like, he's oh. He's sweaty. He's, like, kind of whiny. I, all I'm gonna say is if this is the first time you're ever gonna ask a guy out and you're like in your 30s, I th- I would think it would be someone like really special or something if you've never done it before. <laughs> this is just some guy from yoga. <laughs> I feel like it's the first guy she saw and she was like, hey, you want to go out? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, he looked like he looked like a like if you like described long hair Paul Rudd to someone oh no and then like sculpted a person out of clay <laughs> no this is what you would get are you alright so like you know in the Lionel Richie hello music video where that blind girl does the sculpting of his face <laughs> are you so yeah, like that was Paul Rudd oh my god yeah, yeah, I don't what... see it but also I'm just like Paul Rudd was my first celebrity crush when I was like eight <laughs> And I'm like, Ugh. when you saw him, in, when you saw him in Mac and Me, uh, when I saw him in Clueless. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm in love with Josh, not yeah. Phil. <laughs> yeah, same. John and uh, Carrie go on the worst date of all time. Uh, yeah, so like she invites him round, and she's like, "Hey, I got a bottle of wine," and then he, she, you know, he starts kissing her. She's like, "Hey, do you want to have a drink here?" No, he's then he's trying to say, oh, I got a reservation for sushi. And he thinks it's a sex thing. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure what he was going for, but he sure. I mean, I mean, I kind of got it. Pussy. I mean, yeah, like people do often. (laughs) People listen. Okay. What is the number one scent that pussy is compared to? Sadly, fish. God, I remember I knew this guy once who would be like, well, like, like, I remember him talking about, like, going down on a, like, a dick versus going down on a vagina and just being like, well, I think it's, like, just as bad to have to go blah, blah, blah. And he was basically just talking about, like, comparing it to fish and all this. But he also, like, had a girlfriend at the time. And I was like, you're basically just telling everyone you know that you're telling this to that you think your girlfriend's vagina stinks. Like, how your girlfriend to go to the gynecologist. Like, I just, it just seems like such a weird thing to share like listen listen like come on, like p- 
pussy has a smell. I won't deny that. But like, if it smells like fish, you gotta you gotta fucking talk to someone. Yeah, you got bacterial vaginosis. Yeah, and also like, sniff your own balls one of these days, dude. I'm sure it's not great. I'm sure you've got some fucking. I'm sure you've got some fucking pube stank going on. Like you want you you think your girl you think your girl's pussy is gonna be fresh out of the fucking shower after a long day of work? No, of course not. That shit's been in underwear all day. <laughs> Your ball, like, don't act like your balls don't stank. Cum don't taste like, you know, creme brulee. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> uh, well, that's just a matter of opinion. Just a cum don't, cum don't taste like creme brulee. More like creme brulee. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. And then it takes a while for him to catch on that no, they're going to an actual sushi restaurant. Yes. And they're there. And he, so she's ordering sushi. He orders chicken teriyaki well done, as if chicken comes rare. <laughs> John, John is one of those people who's like going online to be like, oh, I just made some fucking rare chicken tenders. <laughs> oh, that stuff makes me want to fucking hit someone. Ugh. I, I, I don't know if you saw that video today that got posted in the HKIP server, but uh, the one of, like, the DIY fried chicken, and it was, like, when it came time to cook, it was microwave for nine minutes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I literally, that makes me so fucking microwaving chicken, like you're fucking hottie from Flavor of Love. <sighs> it's, like, it's not even, it's, like... It's like just barely takes that much longer to just put in in the oven, and it's gonna taste better. Yeah. Do you not remember that episode of Flavor of Love where Hottie put like a whole chicken in the microwave? <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I've never watched Flavor of Love either. Yeah. You haven't lived. <laughs> you know, true. I um I okay. I just got confused with that other multi-season dating show about dating a musician. Rock of Love. Rock of Love. Thank you. That one's also good. Who was that again? With, that was Brett Michaels from Poison. Brett Michaels. I kept trying. I kept thinking about the wrestler Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh, if only I would date Brett the Hitman Hart. But he's been married for like four years. Good on him. Yeah. Well, that show was good because he was so clearly wearing a wig for all of it, um, and it made me. I I rewatched it recently, and I was like, he's wearing a wig because. <laughs> oh, wig. Wig. I was like, he's wearing a wig and no one is talking about it. And then one episode, someone's like, you're wearing a fucking wig. And I was like, yes. It's just so clearly synthetic. And he's got a bandana on or a hat, so you can't see the the, the lace front. Yeah. It's not great. Also, when everyone's talking about eating in the dark, I was like, oh, you don't remember the episode of Rock of Love where he went on a date and he was making out with one girl while talking to the other ones? It was great. You remember that TV show where, like, it didn't even last very long, but it did produce that really good gif of so, uh, where people, like, had to go into the dark and smell things and, like, to say what they were. And, like, there was <laughs> that like, one of that ah. guy, like... <laughs> he, he, he like leans in and sniffs and he's like oh it smells like ass and like the, the robot voice is like ding correct and he just like are you serious <laughs> he just does like he just does like that uh that that, that like uh luchador uh no exit gif <laughs> hold on I'm gonna look oh, this up Sammy's... real quick oh Sammy it's, Zayn it's not it's not Sammy Zayn it is Sammy Zayn it's him Who when he was it? I can't I can't remember 
No, the, oh yeah, the, El Generico, El Generico. That yeah, is yeah. Sam, yeah, you're right, Sami Zayn. El Generico, El Generico, no exit. This is the most wrestling, especially we've ever talked about wrestling on this show. And we even had bricks on the show, so like, good job, Sarah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, I was just thinking about it because they because they 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 mentioned uh, on the on the episode of Yada Yada Boys, they, they did mention by name uh, El Generico, no exit gift. <laughs> It's such a good gift. It's um, a really good gift. Fuck, yeah. So he orders, and uh, basically they're on this day, and he's just super fucking boring. Yeah, he and he's like, hey, can I get some sake? Sake to me. Oh, <laughs> my God, it's insufferable. I feel like if, if you work if you work in a place that serves sushi and sake, and someone says sake to me, you are legally, you are not only are you legally allowed to, you are legally required to huck whatever instrument of cooking is in your hand at the moment at the person in question. <laughs> True. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this guy is insufferable, and he, like, he, just, they're sitting there chatting, and then there's, like, a lull in silence, and then he's like, oh, I got this for you, and he gives her this card that's, like, 40 minutes of free long-distance calling, <laughs> and she's just like, oh, <laughs> Like, it's so bad and Carrie is like how could he be so good at bed and so tedious to talk to mm-hmm. yeah have you met men yeah. yeah well it's not they're not usually very good in bed yeah I'm saying she, she <laughs> met like a rare outlier for men <laughs> I mean they're not the most pleasant things to talk to sometimes you get lucky mm. yeah sometimes you in this case she did not but we go back to Samantha though and uh, and then and then all of my uh, all of my notes dissolve into madness at this point because I just real because this is the point that I realized that John Fuck Buddy is mayhem all state. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, um. But then, but then Samantha is doing that shit that I love doing, which is just smoking a joint and cranking her hog. Yeah, as loudly as you can, so your neighbors know that you're cranking your hog while you're smoking a joint. Yeah, she has like her red wine. She has her joint, and then she's got a robe and her bra on. It. It's the best. Yep. God, I haven't smoked a joint in far too long. Like, don't get me, like, don't get me wrong. I've I've smoked weed and I've smoked a lot of weed, but like the feeling of smoking a joint is like none other. I will say the last um, marijuana product I enjoyed uh, made me so incredibly horny. <laughs> okay, no, listen, like that happens to me all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, I will, I will take like two, I will take like two hits, and like all of a sudden, my like my extremely trans girl titties, like the like the nipples were like Grinch style triple in size that day. <laughs> I was like, I could feel my nipples, like yeah, right. I just like, like I could feel every single bump, every single follicle mm-hmm, on my body. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I was, I, oh my god. Yeah, I got the same hat on this one. Yeah, it's got it's it's occasionally it gets to a point where like if I accidentally brush them, I just like literally cannot help but moan. I'm like, they're the most painful things in the world. It's like, oh my god. I don't. No one ever talks about this. Everyone's like, "Oh, you get hungry." I'm like, "No." I, mean, I do get hungry, but I also get like mad horny sometimes. Uh, I'm at my base, like lizard brain. I'm like, I need to fuck and I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I need to procreate right fucking now. My business card says you're in luck. I do two things: I eat and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. So, this is such a mood. Because this is me. I'm like, I don't want to be around anyone. I just need to go to bed. I need alone time. To listen to your neighbors fucking. (laughs) 
My name is Do Not Fuck, but yeah. Um, and then my only other note is that Charlotte dates like a man, which is, I, I don't know what that means, but like in retrospect, I'm guessing like without scruples and inconsiderately. Uh, she dates two men. Yeah, she does like the, she does the classic, she does the, she does the classic sitcom plot of double dipping on dates. Which, like, this, this, like, her doing this presupposes that they exist in the universe where, it's like that shit where, like, when zombie things happen in zombie movies, no one's ever like, oh shit, zombies, because zombie movies don't exist in those universes. Like, this, in this universe, sitcoms don't fucking exist, because no one, none of them are like, oh, that, like, that never worked on any of the television shows, because it happens on every single television show. It really does. I think sitcoms must have stopped after I Love Lucy. Um, but no. So what happens is they're at brunch, right? Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte is talking about how she's double booked. And then this is when Carrie's voiceover says that, oh, she had changed genders because she was dating like a man. Ugh. And then, and I was like, Ugh. and then Charlotte says, oh, I don't know how I'm going to eat two dinners. And Harry's voiceover goes, and just like that, she'd become a woman again. And that's when I nearly threw my drink at the television. Yeah. Carrie says something. Men be like, oh, I'm gonna fuck as many women as possible. Women be like, oh, salad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, salad. Uh, And we also, this is also like, is this not the scene where Miranda's boyfriend come or like her lawyer guy comes but he shows up late yeah and then he orders a beer and like miranda wipes it down so he doesn't shout at the waitress yes yeah and yeah he's he's really rude and basically rushes in and says something kind of racist about his taxi driver and and it's like oh everyone's just fine with this uh yeah does really make me want to have a beer. I would love a beer right now. God, beer sounds so nice. Beer's it good. really does. Um, you know what also sounds really nice now that we've been talking about it? Weed. A joint, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Just weed and like your nipples being on fire. <laughs> uh, I need a City Girls. I need one of these things. I need a City Girls Bake Do episode. <laughs> Where both of you are just stoned. Oh, is that like is that like a is that like a weed centric uh, 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 city uh, uh, Sex in the City episode? There is an episode where they do smoke weed. Yeah, well, there's an episode where Carrie dates the guy who's like smokes a bunch of. Weed. Yeah, there's definitely one where Carrie smokes a, a bit. So, um, I would love to make City Girls Bake Do. That sounds very fun. <laughs> <sighs> It does. I would just be sitting there talking about my nipples. I don't think it'd be very you have funny. To, you, you have to have me back, right? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I feel like we could, we should do City Girls Bake Do as more of just like a Q&A episode. Like, send us questions and we'll answer them completely high off our asses. Ooh, 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 Patreon bonus for the Patreon you don't have. Um. So, yeah. So, then we move on to Charlotte's Day and the yoga guy says, oh, he's a fucking dickhead. Oh, I hate So, him. they're talking about... Yeah, they are talking about, like, the p- nanny and the professor or something. And then he says, oh, TV these days. When I have kids, I'm going to be a real Nazi with the remote. Yeah. Yeah, I was... He did say that. Again. Men be like... Mm-hmm. Men be like Nazis. Jerk off face. Yeah, and then Charlotte's, like, smiling the whole time just because he's talking about kids. Um, even though he's comparing himself to a Nazi, so... 
Uh, comparing himself to a Nazi and mm-hmm. like, I want to have kids. A boy and a girl. Ain't I cute? Mm, it'd be perfect. And uh, yeah, then she was like, she realizes she's late for the next day. And she's like, oh, my th- my throat is sore. Oh, I, I I should go. And basically, she just like apologizes and says she had a great time and leaves so she can go to date number two. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. And then we see Sam, and she gets a letter through the door, an invitation for a threesome. From Marlene and Alan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> very sexy names. Now, okay, I, I don't know about you two, but if I get this letter, I move. I'm out, I move. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm angry. Well, I mean, this is Samantha, though. True. I mean, yeah, but like, listen, listen, I'm a pretty horny person. I still move. You don't want to shit where you eat. Absolutely not. But like, but Sarah, at the same time, if you heard someone like banging through your wall, are you going to try to one up them through the wall? Like so that they hear you? Because that's why they sent the note, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they heard her because they did like a little tap on the wall and... Yeah, she wasn't like, she wasn't like trying to be heard. She was just like, oh, I'm really getting into it. And I'm also stoned out of my mind. My (laughs) nipples are on fire. (laughs) Uh, Sam's nipples are flaming and she says I'm dying squirtle and then uh, she yeah so she's intrigued by this letter though she like goes into the hall and there's like a guy vacuuming the carpet and she's like do you know who lives next door and she asks if they're like good looking (laughs) and he says yes they're a musician and a dancer very nice yeah Jesus the janitor Mm -hmm. who is I mean a bit on the nose yeah oh oh yeah no the show does that yeah i mean for a show which has like very few people of color when they do show up it's extremely awkward and then and then we get charlotte and she's on the date with the other dude who is uh quite strapping yeah he seems nice enough i guess i didn't really write much about him like he yeah he's like drops her off at his apart her apartment like i guess it's the end of the night and this is awkward what what do you expect they start kissing and eric walks out of her apartment and sees them kissing so and then yeah. eric's like wait i we're we're friends now i'm gonna make out with you <laughs> yeah true yeah, he says he was dropping off some chicken soup, which you've been on one date, dude. Yeah, that's a little bit much, but okay. Yeah, if I go on a date with someone and they drop kitchen, if they, and they like, decide to like make a trip over to my apartment, and like, okay, first of all, first date with someone, you don't know where my apartment is. You have no fucking idea what part of the city that I live in. No, let alone my actual door, like... I mean, to be fair, this guy, this guy did also bring up like the presence of kids on the very first date. This, this dude is a creep. I think this was uh, a lucky miss. It's it's weird. I don't know. Like, when I was 19 once, I made out with a guy at a party, like, all night. And then the next day, he came to my house with a McDonald's ice cream cone. And I was like, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. Um, <laughs> You're like, the ice, mis- the ice cream machine was working? <laughs> True. Did you take the ice cream? Did you take the ice cream to shut the door on him? I took the ice cream, but I was like, thanks. <laughs> and that was, like, it. <laughs> um but yeah the the guy like they both freak out but then they're like oh hey you're going uptown too well then let's get a cab together and they both leave her because they're like super unimpressed with her behavior Mm. and uh yeah they split a cab and then carrie says that like her voiceover says charlotte's new pattern is that she has a rule that she's not going to take advice from her friends ever again which is like that's not gonna happen she's gonna take bad advice and we'll have another episode out of it true true what if this is just like the series finale (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
That would, I mean, it would save us a lot of time. Yeah, true. <laughs> yep. Uh, and um. then... <laughs> We're at Samantha. I literally wrote, Sam gets very outfit. Yeah, it's it's bur- it's very burlesque. She's wearing this, like, this is the robe I referenced for my nickname. It's gorgeous. And she ha- is wearing lingerie. <laughs> she, like, knocks on her neighbor's door. And she's all posed up with her red lipstick and everything. And they... and. Wah, wah. They're old and fat and not hot. They get described by Carrie's voiceover as an Eastern European couple. I don't know how she knows that. <laughs> uh, but he played in a polka band and she was a dancer. Yeah, I feel like she just made this up. This is a part of like Carrie's. Um... No, 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 no. She did. She did. Like she got. She got the momentum mortem. The pocket watch lets you go back in time, and she like she returned of the overdinned them, and that's why she knows. That's the perspective of this, the entire perspective of this book is taking place after the death of everyone involved because Carrie Bradshaw just has the the stopwatch that sends you back in time. She's putting way more into her research than I thought she was. <laughs> Listen. Listen, if you're an insurance claim specialist, like in like in Return of the Obra Dinn, you gotta be specific. But I would just say that she is an unreliable narrator and just, you know, changes things to uh, suit her perspective and make them... But I think you're right. I think, I think Sarah's got a point. Any, any, anyways, uh, Obra Dinn's a good game. <laughs> That's true. I need to play it. I've never played it, yeah. Um, Samantha basically just, like, once, as the second she sees them, she's basically just like, would you keep it down? Like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, you don't have to be attracted to people, but she does act like they are grotesque. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something. But yeah, she moves her bed away from her wall, because suddenly she's no longer turned on by the idea of people banging up against her wall, so. And they're like, the funniest thing is she hits her head. <laughs> Oh, it's good. Some good and body. I'm sure that was uh, like an actual accident. I don't think that was a choice. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, and I guess we never really mentioned with Miranda's guy. Miranda's been kind of like making this kind of like low-key excuse for him this whole episode that he's such a mean asshole because he's like waiting to make a partner at his firm. And like she thinks that as soon as he makes partner at the law firm, he's going to like chill out a bit. Um, but then the next scene, we find out that he made partner after all. And uh, he's still an absolute asshole, despite that. So, yeah, surprising no one. Dark Chris Cabin. (laughs) Yeah, I, this is, I mean, I feel horrible. I feel so mean to Chris Cabin for saying that. But the kind of tone uh, matches, and he's rather contrarian. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know the man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's like it's a Chris Cabin using his powers for shitty and not like good. Yeah, exactly. This is if Chris Cabin was evil and he was like, "I'm not going to be a film critic. I'm going to be a lawyer." That's how he talks. This man from New York. Uh, that's how yeah. he talks. Yep. <laughs> Kevin is that his name? Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Cabin. Kevin. Okay. And then Skipper or Scooter or whatever the fuck shows back up and Miranda's like, hey, let's fuck. And then Skipper's like, I don't want to fuck. You you were mean to me. I'm giving you the cold shoulder. And then Miranda's like, oh, he's being mean to me. I can't not fuck him. And then chases after him. That's how the episode ends. Uh, uh, It doesn't end because we have another poncho. We have another fucking poncho. Oh my God, it doesn't end. That's right. No, we have another poncho from Carrie. It's black. Um what's his name dennis john fuck buddy mayhem he says your tits look great in that thing (laughs) 
I gotta say, this is a really nice, like, I thought this outfit was super cute because it looks very witchy because she's, like, wearing all black. So I think this is her best poncho of the episode. She's got her, it's like... very Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and she's got very curly hair with hangy sleeves and stuff. It's a very, very cute. But you can't see someone's tit shape in a black outfit. Let, lay down in the grass there and let me do my stuff. And then he, like, goes to her pussy and he's like... Meow, 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 down, down, down. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like in the Fleetwood Mac song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Secondhand news? Um, <laughs> like, that's that's just what he's doing. That's that's that's, a, that's the sound of Mr. Big Eating Pussy. It's like it's like Charlie Brown style, like that, that sound oh. effect you just put there in post. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Fuck. I don't think Mr. Big Eats Pussy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had to stretch the joke, so. Yeah, but I like it anyway. Um, And then Carrie's like, oh. I knew I was never going to see this man again because he just said my tits look great and I'm wearing something where you can't even see my tits. I'm wearing a fucking poncho. <laughs> it's black. The you most can't sh- see tits in black. I'm wearing the most shapeless garment there is. What the fuck are you talking about? Yep. Yep. Uh, but then she goes back to her regular routine of eating greasy Chinese food and stuff. And I wrote down in my notes, girl, learn to be single. Yeah, I could really go for some fuck a joint and some fucking Chinese food now. Yeah, <laughs> and like in in Miranda's scene, she's drinking champagne. I could do with some champagne. I drank so much sparkling wine over Christmas. Yeah, I mean, nah, I had some. I didn't we had any, like but I we had so. I swear, I got through like four bottles of champagne. Listen, I'm living. I was living my life. I want. I want some so bad. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's it. Rankings. We need to get this done. We've got lots of qu- we don't to be fair we don't have to do all the questions we can do the ones that are like episode relevant um but uh yeah rankings fuck I don't know I don't even I don't want to give any of them a ranking mm, I think I would go I would go mm, Charlotte maybe I don't feel like she. I don't feel like she really did anything wrong. She was just kind of stupid. I think, I think, I think Miranda is number one. No, because, because she went after Skipper and that is unforgivable. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, Miranda's dead last. Well, I don't know. I was going to say Samantha first, but I don't even know. Uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Okay, Samantha, because smoking a joint and jerking off is the most feminist thing a woman can do. Wow. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a good point. And then and then I personally I'm gonna say Charlotte just because I feel like she was fine and she realized yeah, that yep. you know, she realized she made a mistake. That's cool. Um yep. and then Carrie and then Miranda. Th- Miranda for yeah. cha- for literally only for chasing after Scooter. Skipper. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that one was genuine. <laughs> what? She needs to get on her scooter and go 360 degrees away from him. <laughs> Do you know, there is a man who rides past my house and uh, he's always on a scooter and I do kind of adore him. <laughs> and my mom calls him my boyfriend, Oh, which is, but then she has a friend who is like 60 and has a scooter, like a little fucking razor scooter that she rides. And I'm like, no, that's your friend. <laughs> I love Razor scooters. I know, like, the bird scooters are super popular now, but I just, I just, I don't know. I associate them with the old people mm. that my mom knows or that ride around my neighborhood. That's valid. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Samantha and then 
Charlotte, and then, uh, fuck, I don't know. I'm going to say Carrie, then Miranda. Yeah, same, same hat. I was, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, even without the Skipper stuff, it was just disappointing. Like, like obviously not to shame anyone who is in a relationship where with someone who's an asshole, because that's just, that's shitty. I just didn't want to watch it. I don't, I didn't no. want to watch that plot. It makes me uncomfortable to watch. Like, man who yell at girl in public kind of thing. I'm like, the way she's kind of making, you know, excuses for him and like, yeah, making it so he doesn't snap at other people is just not pleasant. Yeah, yeah, very not good. I mean, I was happy to see when when she dumped him and she was like, "Fuck you." That was nice, but uh, it just her storyline sucked. So, yeah, that's it. Shall we get? Shall we get any questions? I think we get questions. Yeah, we get questions. Hey. Questions. The first one is going to be from Magnificent Caddy on Tumblr. Hold on, hold on, Alex. Can you please just say my Tumblr URL real quick? I know I didn't put it in the question, but I just want to hear. I just want to hear you say it while I'm here. Do you want me to say it the way I say it? Yeah, please. Cheese Tonkers. <laughs> I get so much joy out of that. Listen, I can't read. I'm not. No, I genuinely love it when you say. That. It's really good. Like, um, I, have exp- I love how like I have explained it to you. I've said it out loud in front of you. Yeah. But I'm- you always say it like that, and I love it. Every Listen, listen, it's my Tumblr. It's 2019. No one fucking is going to follow me there. Yeah, True. I mean, like, if anyone wants to follow you, they already follow you. So it doesn't really matter. It's just... And, like, you've said it to me numerous times. I just haven't absorbed it, and I think it's... You know, now it's become a thing, so I might as well say it. But anyway, um, if you'd like to send us in a question, you can send it to seeagirlsmakedo.tumblr.com. You already know this. Mm-hmm. So, first one is, I hope I'm saying this correctly. You you guys know I'm borderline literate. I'm very intelligent. I'm just not very good at working stuff out when they're all together. Um, <laughs> this is from Tumblr user Magnific- Magnificent Sap Caddy. Is that it? Yes, I'm reading it right now. You're right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, magnificent sap caddy. Anyway, is there any reasonable way to deal with neighbors who fuck besides trying to outfuck them like Samantha did? Have any of you had this problem? And if so, how did you deal with it? Uh, I have. I've ne- or even roommates who fuck. I've never had this issue. Yeah, me neither. No, me neither. I've always like I've always kind of lived in the suburbs, so like my neighbors don't fuck. Mm. I mean, I only have someone who lives above me and below me. I guess I could hear the person above me, but I've never heard that before. I don't know. I don't hear my parents fuck. Oh, that's Ugh. unfortunate. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I only heard the bed from beneath them. I didn't actually hear the sounds of them fucking. I just heard I, the bed. I don't think I've heard my parents fuck. I definitely walked in on them nearly about to fuck, uh, which I didn't realize at the time. Uh and then I realized later and I was like, oh. I feel like there's not really, like, here's the thing. They would have to be doing it so often for it to actually be a problem, I think. Like, they would have to be doing it a lot for me to yeah. really care. Like, if I just heard it, I'd have a little giggle to myself and then just carry on with my day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's a reasonable way. I mean, you could just leave a note that's like, hey, please, I don't know. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> God, yeah, maybe that'll get him to shut up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's any way to deal with it apart from politely knocking and saying stop fucking. Yeah. I know what you sinners do, you know. Just just leave a just leave a sticky note on the just on the door that says I know. <laughs> Going to hell. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, this one is also also from Magnificent Sapcaddy, who asks, This episode is thankfully Skipper's last appearance, but here's something to ponder. If you could- Wait, this is his last appearance? Yeah, it's- <laughs> I checked the Tribune oh. today, and that's the oh. only piece of trivia. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I love how you're happy. We have to do the rest of this. We should be happier. <laughs> yeah, but like, God, like I, I, I just like the the few the few minutes that he was on the few minutes that he was on screen this episode were like agonizing. I felt so bad for you. Like you have been dealing with this the entire time. True. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, look, he's gone, which is great, and there's no one worse who's going to replace him for Miranda. But we do know that we have to deal with a lot of Steve. So it's kind of like <sighs> you know, you know, you fucking take the good with the Steve. bad. Yeah, fucking Steve. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, and none of the men are great. So I don't think we're that relieved, but yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Uh, carrying on with the question: If you could push a button that would kill Mister Big instantly with the trade off, I, I hit the button. I hit the button. <laughs> uh-uh. Let me carry on. Let me carry on. <laughs> Wink. All right, carry okay. on. <laughs> anyway, with the trade off that Skipper becomes a recurring character, would you do it? In this scenario, Miranda doesn't start dating Skipper, but he does hang around and bitch about how nobody wants to date nice guys in every episode. I mean, I, I I'm not the one who's wa- who has to keep watching, but like I smack, I slam that button a thousand times instantly and hope that Mr. Big feels multiple deaths because like the thing is, the thing is, at least Skipper would not be presented to be in the right on that. Like he'd just be an annoying piece of shit who bothers Miranda all the time. Like Mr. Big is an asshole, and he is the right. He is like correct. I don't know. I feel like he's better the devil, you know. Yeah, I honestly feel like I'd rather deal with Mr. Big as a recurring character than Skipper as a recurring character. I would rather push a button that makes Skipper blow up instantly, because that's pretty much the rest of the show. <laughs> If that's basically what's happened. Skipper has instantly blown up, and now Big is just a recurring character for the rest of the show. So <laughs> yeah, true. And we like, don't. Unfortunately, he does that off screen, but he did die when he was crossing the street. I really hoped he got hit by a car. God, that, what if it was like Final Destination One, where and Skipper's like, you can just fucking <laughs> yeah. drop dead, and then just boom, bus. That's what I was hoping for. Just like CGI bus smashing. Up. God. Oh, did you, Alex? Did you hear that they're making another Final Destination? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm not like holding my breath for it to be great, but. Oh, it's it's not gonna be good, but like as long as they get the Rube Goldberg shit, like it's just the kills. Like with any fucking slasher movie, I don't give a shit about anything else. I just want good kills, and Final Destination understands that. One through five have not like zero. One or two of the kills in Final Destination of the entire franchise have been kind of lackluster, but like. Aside from those, like, it has just been bangers from top to bottom there. Like, they have had, like, nine years to sit and ruminate on this before they before they pulled the trigger on Final Destination 6. It's good as hell. It's really good. You need to, um, first of all, I, I'm taking this as, like, an official invitation for me to get back on fear baiting. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> if you don't want to do Possession, then literally any Final Destination movie you haven't done. We've already be- done all five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then it has to be Possession. I watched that the yeah. other day. It's bonkers. If you're, if, you're, if you're like, where should I start with Final Destination? Honestly, any of them, but if you ask me, Final Destination 3. It's my favorite me one. Me too. And not just, 
Okay, listen, I have a huge crush on Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That's yeah. not the reason why I like this movie. <laughs> I remember just being, it's... like, 13, and, you know, on the DVD, they had that, like, choose who lives and who dies. Yeah. I would play oh, that. Shit. Oh, my God, it was so fun. Sorry. Yeah. The thing, thing about huh? this, What's that? Stephanie, oh, sorry. where have you gone? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, look, her still on my computer. Oh. Like, on <laughs> my on my keyboard. <laughs> take a picture. <laughs> I'll take a picture of us recording right now. Because he's on my lap now, because I grabbed him. Oh but, my god, I love- I thought you were dying. No, he just- he jumped on the- I, I was afraid he was going to stand on the power button. Oh no. You were just making, like, little weird and you were like, help me. And I was really scared. Oh my goodness. Looker. Menace. The Phantom Menace. Oh no! What did you do? He's just standing on my lap now. Oh, he's hungry. We need to finish this podcast for Looker. We do. We do. I don't we think do. we have anything else relevant apart from this question from this Tumblr. I don't recognize. Um, she's <laughs> the Tonka <laughs> Who asks, hey, it's me. Have you ever walked out on a date? And if so, what did you do? Fake illness? I have never. Something else? To be clear, I have never. No, but... me neither. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> But to be no. fair, I haven't done a lot of dating. Like, no, I haven't been like official dates, really. Yeah, like I really only dated one person for like nine years, and then I went on dates with like two Tinder girls, and then my current boyfriend, and that's like it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I haven't really been on like official date dates. That's the thing. I've been like plan like this is going to be a date. We're going to go out for dinner. You know, I've really done that. So no, I haven't. But I mean, I've walked out. I cancel stuff all the time. I'm, I'm an actress. I can fake anything. True. <laughs> but will you? No, pay me, bitch. <laughs> True. It's a vocation. You need to pay me if you want me to fake it. That's why I don't fake orgasms. Uh, yeah, I think that is all our questions for this week. Yeah, we did have some questions. Uh, so I'm sorry you've had to wait like two weeks for them, but they'll be worth it because we'll get really in depth. But Looker is a hungry boy. Sarah's a hungry girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a sleepy girl. I'm also a hungry girl. Yeah, it's like fuck. It's it's like fucking one a.m. for you. Is it? Oh boy. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Thank you for having me back on the podcast. It was a fucking blast. You're more than welcome. Thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure. You're very good yeah. to have on. Uh, we always have a fun time with you because, I mean, we <laughs> we started off the rails. Yeah. Off the rails is when we're best, I think. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, see, the thing is that Blair is on my other podcast. Like, Blair and other Killjoys are on my other podcast to rein me in. Like, Sam <laughs> Sam on HKIP and a couple of people on HKIP will know when to tug the reins. But, like, y'all don't have reins on this motherfucker. This shit's just riding off the rails till it stops. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> till, it, till, it, till it, like, rolls till it, like rolls to a stop, up, the car upside down on fire. We are multi-track drifting every single episode. You t- oh, by the way, by the way, you two are absolutely 100% drift compatible. <gasps> oh, Aww. that's so sweet. Oh, we both are the same way. We are. It's true. It's true. That's the thing is we would just we would just be piloting together and I'd be like, well, Alex is right about literally everything. So obviously this is going to go well. <laughs> she is. It's the truth. Everyone should listen to Alex all the time. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like the most Virgo person alive because I will tell people something and then they won't do it. And then I'll be right about it. Mm-hmm. And then I get to say my favorite words. I told you so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
true. It's just true. Um, and yeah, I would pilot with Steph, and then we'd just be like talking about tattoos and cats. We wouldn't really fight. We're not really like aggressive. No, it's true. Would you? Would your? Would your Jaeger just be called like City Girl? Mm. <laughs> Our Jaeger would be called. I don't think it'd be called City Girl. I think it'd be called. I don't know. I'd have mm, to think about have that to think one. About it. Yeah, it would definitely be like pastel. It would be called Communism Kills because we would have a gigantic <laughs> sickle and we would kill all of them. We would have a pink and a yellow, like, it's pastel. It's like a pink Jaeger with a yellow fucking hammer and sickle. And we would just smash the fucking kaiju with our hammer and sickle, literally yeah, killing them with communism. It's in, oh, wait, no, be in the bi-flag palette. Okay. Yeah, I love this. Um... So, yeah, that's our Jaeger. Yeah. Communism kills. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. Um, uh, all right, let's wrap this. Let's wrap this bench up. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm Sunhatzhenya everywhere. S U N H A T Z H E N Y A. That's me on Twitter. That's me on Mastodon at snouts.online, which is the best domain on Mastodon, if you ask me. Uh, both in name and content to be found there. And that's also my Twitch, where I haven't been streaming a lot lately because I have been very tired, very busy, and very depressed. And speedrunning is not what what I want to do when I'm any of those things. Um, but I stream there sometimes. Uh, also check me out on uh, the other podcast that Alex does, Henrik just Pokemon Going to Die, and also the uh, horror movie podcast that I do with my friend Blair called Fear Baiting, and the Animorphs podcast that I do with my friends Seda and Blair called The Wonder Yerks. You're so busy. I truly admire you. You do so much, and... I do too much. You do too much. <laughs> it's way too much. It's good that you do so much, because it's good content, but it, I can't... I, it, it kills me to think about. Yeah, I take a break every now and again. You know, have a nice bath. A bath. That's my advice. <laughs> Everyone should just have a bath more often. True. Thank God. Uh, Mon- Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which means that I get a three-day weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, Martin Luther King, for giving me civil rights and my friend a weekend off. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, um, what else? Yeah, so, Stephanie, you always go first. You can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish and on Tumblr at Windfall Island, and that's literally it. That's all. That's yeah, it. Can- that's me. You can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. And like Sarah said, on Henry Kissinger's work, I'm going to die. Not a threat. Just a fact. Henry Kissinger found dead in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> we are joking about it. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, bye. 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 Hello. <laughs> Hello.